Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. And they walk around on all fours. They're all, he thought it was like a, a mountain lion or something, you know, because of the way it was on all fours and it kind of had that tan coloration to it. It was something completely from the gates of hell or something. It seems like he has me send. We welcome you to another episode of Supernatural Station. I'm your secondary host, Jaron Daniels. I'm excited to give the intro for once. Uh, I'm here with my brother, Roman Daniels. Hey guys, how's it going? We appreciate you guys being here with us. We got some really cool stuff to bring up today. It's actually one of my favorite subjects, as scary as that is, now that I'm saying that. What are we talking about here? What are we talking about? Oh gosh, you ready for this? Folklore first was referenced in 1600s. It's the rake. Anybody heard the rake? You know, some people call it the crawler. Some people call it like the... I think Nightwalker and different names like that, but the rake is the one that I think has stuck on and people recognize that. It's a quadruped humanoid and we're excited to get into this. So thanks for being a part of our journey here today and we're excited to just get into this. Let's dive into it. Let's dive in. Yeah, so these things are... These are abomination level things again, yet again. I don't know what these are, but the rake, it's basically like a, a hairless humanoid figure, typically kind of bald, no hair, you know, pale skin. A lot of people describe pale skin and they are definitely like night creatures. So yeah, big walk sunken around at in, night. black eyes. And they walk around on all fours a lot of times and stuff, which is weird. Uh, people typically, when they see them, I heard one story one time where a guy saw it on his his front yard, front porch or something. I think uh, my brother remembers this one too, but basically it's, he thought it was like a, a mountain lion or something, you know, because of the way it was on all fours and it kind of had that tan coloration to it until he got a little bit closer and he realized it was something completely off, you know. But yeah, what do you think of these things? Something completely from the gates of hell or something, it seems like to me. I mean, this is, yeah, I've heard I've heard this a lot where people say they've seen this thing and they do say cougar right away or mountain lion because, and can you imagine how scary that is? You're already scared of a mountain lion, but when yeah, you see like something. Yeah, like a feline walk or something. Yeah, it, like no? walks all like freaking on four legs and it's like looking at somebody all creepy and it's, what the the thing that changes their mind is when they see the face turn over and then they see how it like runs away it's always something very outworldly like it looks like you know it kind of reminds me of like victor from underworld you know like his face with the sunken in eyes you know like just pale gaunt you know um, almost like a vampire they do look oh, yeah. like vampires you know if you guys have seen the new american horror story episodes with oh, the that. vampire creatures that don't have talent that's and it. they have those big cloaks imagine them being naked without cloaks and, and with more of a monstrous rake. face than that yeah 
Yeah, and that's kind of a rake. It's like, is this a witchcraft summoned from a medicine man to be basically an enemy of the skinwalker? Or is it a skinwalker? Or is it something else? I'm glad you brought that up because I was thinking about the Wendigo. The Wendigo is a Native American kind of lore that comes from some of the tribes, Native American tribes. And basically it's like a kind of like a night walker that walks around at night and hunts and is like cannibalistic, you know, and things like that. It's evil, you know, you never want to run into one of them. But it's weird because if you look at the body, the, the description of the body of a Wendigo is like so similar to a rake. It almost makes me wonder if a rake is a Wendigo wearing like a, an elk horns and elk skull, basically. Really could be. Where is the Wendigo uh, normally sightings? I guess, where are they normally occurring at? Um, Like up north, like a, a lot of them are, and I actually think even back east too, but when I say up north, we're here in Utah, so I'd say, you know, places like Canada and Montana and those kind of places. And the know? stories we've heard of rakes around here, Arizona, Nevada, Idaho, Utah, that that kind of area of the four corners vibes those rakes tend to be completely naked and that's why they're mistaken as a cougar because they're in the middle of a desert or something and they see this thing you know whereas the wendigo it makes sense if they have something covering their face i mean it's colder up there too and right. you know they want to hide out in a different way so there's a chance that they're using that as part of that too well, and you know, some some people might say that it's just some human that's, you know, maybe a drugged out person that's like on drugs or something and they're having like a bad trip. But the reason I say that's not the case is a lot of these witnesses that see them, you know, they're seeing them at night. They have glowing eyes like as if eye shine, like a, a deer would, you know, and humans don't have eye shine. And they have kind of an unnatural arm length. So their arm lengths are usually like almost double the size of our arms, Creepy. which is way scary. That is so scary. Something straight out of a horror movie. So where should we go from here? Do you want to do like eyewitness accounts? Oh, yeah. I'm ready for some eyewitness accounts. All right, let's do it. All right. So in, you want to hear the first one? The reason I said 1600s was year 1691. Holy cow. Yeah, I want to hear it. So, and it's pretty small, this one specifically, but the first account of the rake's existence was by a mariner's log written in 1691, identifying the rake by name, which is super weird. What does that mean? What, like like he, like the person that witnessed it called it a rake? Called it a rake. So maybe they know their existence as a specific name. Or maybe the rake means something. Like maybe it has a specific meaning in a different language or something. Well, look at all the old accounts of names, right? There's always like a meaning behind a name. So maybe it means gates of hell. Who said it? (laughs) But the other one I have, (laughs) that's a pretty quick one. But the next account is in 1964. So go 300 years ahead, which is a weird change. I mean, there's probably so many in between, but. Yeah, this isn't something you really come forward, especially in the old days. You don't really come forward and say, hey, I saw this bald hairy hairless creature walking around on all fours and you know eating my my neighbor's dog or something yeah which in 1964 it was a suicide note that was left written in which the author claims to have committed suicide due to repeated accounts of a rake and the fear that the creature will torment him horribly for all of his existence that's creepy yeah i think they should make a movie about that one if you're into horror movies because i'm kind of not to be honest i'm a little scared to be honest now that we're talking about watching non-stop horror movies since like september 1st yeah you're right i mean it is october you know here's the thing maybe i'm coming around to horror movies we'll see but uh let's get back on this so 2006 there was a really big rake encounter that's probably one of the most famous ones the story begins with a woman waking her husband up early in the morning as she sat up to go to the restroom she saw what seemed to be a naked and incredibly pale man or even a large hairless dog what the heck 
at the foot of the bed. So that's way scary already. Oh, that's like the one I've seen the drawing of. I've seen a drawing that looks just like that. Is it's that like a... hunched over sideways. Yeah, that like must be like an artist rendition of what she saw. So she saw the hairless, or the man that looked like a hairless dog or a pale man, gasped. The husband curled up when he saw the figure. And after a few moments of this, in the fast motion, the rake scurried to the husband's side of the bed and stared at him for a moment. Seconds later, the creature ran into the children's room, which now you need to get your shotgun ready because right. this is yeah. way too far. It fled covered in blood as the couple approached the room, leaving the mangled body of their daughter. Oh my Her gosh. last words were, he is the rake. Why do they oh keep saying gosh. like there's a specific name for this thing? You that's, know? Ter- that's horrible. That's I always so thought like tragic. we just kind of made a name up for it, but maybe they're like, I'm the rake. <sighs> yeah. Huh. That's crazy. That's that's so sad that, yeah, he should have grabbed a shotgun way before that happened. You know, could have saved his daughter's life. So yeah. I mean, just assume it's a tweaker anyway. Like, if it's, like, hunched in the corner of your bedroom, get your pistol ready, because right. who knows what that is. Yeah, no intruders welcome in your house without the gun being present, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, wow, that's crazy. Um, you know, there's so many weird things out there like that. Like, there's my wife. She had a really strange encounter when she was driving. She oh, actually, I remember this one. Yeah. No way. So, and I know it's probably something different, because the, the description was different, but I believe her 100%. Didn't um, she have a dent on her car after this? She did. So, there was definitely physical proof that something had happened. So, what, what happened is she was going to school for two years out in LA so she had to drive back and forth and we, you know I met with her halfway in Vegas uh, she was driving back to LA on her way back it was a night drive so it was super dark and she's in the middle of nowhere like somewhere in between Vegas and California if anybody's done that drive like I've driven that way a couple times it's desolate like yeah. it's just mountains on each side it's dark it's like deserty it's just just crazy yeah and that's and that's how she described it too is it was just like nothing nothingness just all around the, the highway you know she's driving and all of a sudden she at the corner of her eye she starts seeing something approaching the car really quickly like a running at her car super fast and so she's trying to get a good glimpse at it with low light and everything and she ends up seeing this thing as it's approaching and it she could tell that it was like it was hungry like it was trying to eat her car you know which is weird too that it's running at her car because think about this she's probably going 60 because it's a highway 65 yeah. maybe 70 so this thing was running almost and, that and she fast. was driving a little volkswagen beetle you know so it wasn't the biggest car in the world but for the way she described this thing she said it was like a medium-sized dog maybe size but basically it had these pointy ears that went straight up that were like these long almost rabbit ears maybe envision like the size of a boxer dog yeah size wise with right? these long ears that just shoot straight up she said it was like a whitish colored creature and the hair on it was like this curly hair and i was thinking you know like alpaca or um something like that but yeah because they have big ears yeah but the way that she said she's like it was like a predator though it was like it was it was trying to eat the car you know alpacas are like tame they're docile you know they they don't they don't eat meat and And they can't run 70 miles per hour either right and this thing rammed right into the side of her car and she had a dent in her car ever since so whatever it was she's like after she hit it she tried to look in the rear view mirror she didn't see it anymore like it just completely disappeared and she thought that was strange too i picture like boom she hits it dust is all around because it's a desert she she has her headlights on she gets out of the car stressed out of her mind she, you can hear like the shakiness in her voice just like a horror movie look i've been watching horror movies i know what i'm doing here <laughs> and then goes around the back of the car and the dead body's just sitting there wait was the dead body sitting there no she couldn't see it it was okay. just gone see that's what's gone. way scary too it's like paranormal like it but vanished you know real at the same time you know she always jokes about it she calls it a chupacabra right because it was kind of like in a desert area and that's typically where chupacabras are found and stuff but and who knows what chupacabras are we could talk about that too in a different show i I just i don't know what to make of it you know you know Um, what it could be think about it this is in the area where s4 area 51 yeah 
I mean, it's not right there, but it's Nevada-California border, so maybe government was working on some weird mutation, animalistic changes. I mean, there's a story about... I don't know what podcast it was we heard this on. There's like an alien race that was like hanging out at a military base because they've been giving technology information to the military base. And so they were like living on site at the base. Oh, yeah. You're talking about the tall white alien. Things. Yeah, those are yeah. so scary. And that kind of matches this description. The fact that it's a little bit. I mean, this those ones are bigger than what she saw. Yeah. But maybe this was like a baby version of that or something, which yeah. would be really scary, too. It really could have been. I mean, it could just be like you're saying, since it's close to government facilities, like maybe some kind of hybrid chimera of a couple different animals mixed together you know I, I believe they do those things to try to sometimes for good reasons but probably the majority of it is nefarious you know can i say the word this time sure abomination <laughs> i feel like that's what a lot of the government programs are is to set up these abomination creatures why what is it for are we trying to make a perfect race i mean hey aliens abduct people for the same reason i think yeah but maybe we're just trying to copy them a little bit but yeah i mean i don't think she hit a rake i was thinking about that i don't know what it was but it's pretty crazy people have these experiences all the time you know where they're something happened to them and they're plain as day will tell you yeah this is what happened this is what it looked like this is what it was and it's just kind of crazy but well if she killed the thing you can bet your butt bet your bottom dollar whatever you want to say that the next time she went home there would be some government officials knocking on the door and trying to neuralize her mind about what she saw probably luckily i guess it didn't die whatever it might have been and so she didn't have to deal with that part of it but yeah isn't that scary i mean that's a it could have been a rake but i don't think it was because like you said the long hair the big ears like slight different things you know well i mean and the last eyewitness account that you just covered where it was inside the person's home i mean that is so creepy that they can go inside people's homes you know most animals are not capable of like turning the handle on a, on a door and getting inside of a house you know yeah even bigfoot there's stories of bigfoot trying to get into a cabin to get these people in the middle of the woods and it couldn't figure out how to open the handle which bigfoot you would think is a very smart more right. smart similar to a human and they're supposed to have like almost human shaped hands right I so mean, my guess is that the rake is supernatural like he doesn't have to go through a door like there's probably a dimension aspect to it Right. Like, yeah, like the physical can only be physical when it wants it to be physical kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. I always kind of go back to these things as like demonic, to be honest. A lot of it just kind of feels demonic. That's what I was leaning towards too. Yeah. This, yeah. this thing feels like it's some kind of demonic entity, entity, I should say. Um, if you look up, there was one video I remember seeing on YouTube that it was called like a fallen angel or something. And Ew, it was definitely cool. a rake. And to me, that feels like a real video. Like, that was to me, a rake. that feels like they really caught a rake on camera. And so I suggest if you haven't seen that video to look it up, go to YouTube and type in like real fallen angel video or something like that. Isn't the one that's hunched over in the middle of some weeds and it's like festering like it's kind of shaking or it's eating something? It looks like it's like eating a little rabbit or maybe it's like getting water out of the stream Yeah and you know what it does? It turns right at the camera and it has eye shine just like what Rome was saying earlier that they have eye shine which if they're animalistic that makes sense but it could be demonic. It could be that they're not fully part of this realm. That's why you can't find a body ever. Well and when I think of a demonic entity anyway I think of like shining eyes anyway like glowing red glowing yellow whatever you know so yeah a lot of eyewitness accounts of hauntings and stuff they always have glowing yellow eyes glowing red eyes glowing whatever eyes right right and so that's demonic in, in itself to me as well. So well, and if it was a if it's a demonic entity, then it wouldn't be subject to the physical world all the time. So it could just go into a house, just you know, yeah. foom right in there kind of thing. Which it's funny that it's like a demented body. If that's the case, like maybe it's what's that all about? You know, I mean, maybe it is like a creature that's been here a really really long time, and it's not subject to the same laws as ours. But it makes it the I guess the gravity itself affects it in a certain way because yeah. it's not always in that body form. Maybe something along those. Lines. Yeah, I could see that. 
Yeah, it's whatever it is. It's so wild, and it's that's definitely one of the entities I never want to run into. You know, yeah, I'd I love said to see favorite clip from far away. I'd love to see that. These rakes, I mean, that's the last thing. It's like the black-eyed kids we talked about on the last episode or the last two episodes ago. Just, I don't want to run into that. I don't want to run into the rake, and I don't want to no run way. into anything that is bent on killing. I mean, if that thing really did kill the person's daughter, then they're obviously, you know, not worried about doing that. So, yeah, I mean, there's so many different cryptids out there. But, yeah, the rake is, like, top three for me, period. Yeah, I mean, as far as being as scared as I'd be in front of it. Uh, probably Wendigo's right there too. Even Bigfoot because they're so big. And especially the ones that we have here up in Utah, Pacific Northwest, that kind of area. California. Those ones are like the big, big burly, 12 foot tall type size, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, I think about like, um, remember we used to do our rando nodding all the time? Yeah, was, we started doing that. That was pretty fun. I don't know if you, if you haven't heard of what rando nodding is, you should look it up. But basically what it is, is it's a kind of a generator that generates a, a location that's nearby you at random but you have to think with an intention of some sort first and it'll just basically pick a random spot for you to go to when i think of like rando nodding or i think of these people that go and they do like what's it called they look at abandoned places and they it's like urban exploration type of stuff the first thing that comes to my mind is is either you're gonna run to a psycho sadistic killer in one of these places or you can run to a rake yeah Exactly. It's like, I mean, with rando nodding, there's a lot of stories where people have to jump into somebody's backyard, which in itself is a huge danger. If we're just looking at the human aspect of it, but, or if you trespass, you could go to jail for something like that. But when we did it, it was kind of fun because like there was actual legitimate things that kind of popped in our mind where we showed up. Like there was a drawing of something that we had talked about around that time on a wall, right where we parked and stuff like that. So I think the universe does have a way of energy speaking to people. There's a reason behind our existence, not just to, you know, walk a path basically but i think yeah you could definitely run into something very scary especially if they know how to manipulate random energy as well if they're like a demon that's been here a long time this this takes me back to tulpas now that we're talking about this you know the fact that like everyone thinks that slender man is not real right i mean it was this urban legend this creepy pasta thing but there are people who claim that they've seen this slender man character you know and it makes me wonder if you have an intention and you believe it so fully that it could exist the tulpa is basically a, a creature that uh, the word for it is it basically becomes true. It manifests itself. Manifests, yeah. manifests itself into yeah. what you believe. Yeah, so maybe that's what a lot of this stuff is. Maybe a lot of what we see out there is a tulpa. It's because people are like giving it enough belief and um, they're legitimizing it. So legitimizing much. it, and that seems demonic too. When yeah. You think about it. Think about it. It's like there's been stories where like somebody's having a nightmare and they wake up and they maybe they were thinking about something specifically and then they see it manifested in their room like um, a scary cartoon character or something like that and then it just vanishes. Like I've heard stories like this before. Oh yeah. And so that could be t- that Tulpa thing, which I think our minds are more powerful than people give us credit for. Yeah, I and think as time goes on, we'll end up find like science will prove that somehow that we. And have we're these starting to see that. I mean, the rando nod is a big step in that direction, which is kind of scary because we're opening our mind and stuff too. I mean, DMT is a part of that too. I feel like like yeah. you're opening your mind to that third eye thing or whatever it might be. So sometimes we may not be ready for that all the time, but I definitely feel like we're heading that way. Um, but yeah, tulpas are, that's a scary situation because it could come true if people believe it long enough, you know? Right. Yeah. But yeah, these rakes, I mean, they're definitely terrifying and they seem dangerous. I mean, from some of these eyewitness accounts. So um, I mean, if that girl got killed in her room, if that's true... Yeah. I mean, 
you know, if, if any of our listeners have had an experience or if they know someone who's had an experience with a rake, definitely reach out to us. We'd love to hear the story. You know, we will cover it on a podcast, a future podcast, if you're willing to do that. Yeah, I mean, we just, we if you've seen anything like this or anything maybe similar to what we've been talking about, like the one that my wife had encountered, we'd love to hear your stories. For sure. I mean, that's this whole thing is it's a free space to communicate things that we think could be legitimate, things that people have ran into, maybe media, cartel doesn't want you to know about, you know? Right. So this is really cool, and I think it's a, a cool spot for a lot of people to really just open their minds to that type of thing. Again, Topa, no way. Like, we're talking about it now. Something could come true from this. No way. That's no scary. Way. Let's not. Let's not. Let's cut it that. off now. Just kidding. <laughs> hey, Jer, uh, why don't you close us out? Okay, but before I do, I still want to go to Skinwalker Ranch. If we go to Skinwalker Ranch, I'm actually really scared we're going to see Rake over there. So nev- never mind. Let's not go to Skinwalker Ranch. <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us here at Supernatural Station once again. Uh, I'm Jaren. This is my brother, Roman. We're really excited to continue this uh, journey with you guys, and we just appreciate you being with us. If you do have an experience you want to share with us, definitely email the two emails that we have, which, what are they again, Roman? Uh, SupernaturalStation5 at gmail.com or RomanIsHere at gmail.com for the time being. And I I check both of those pretty periodically and and frequently, so if it comes through, just put a little subject line on there, what it is, and I'll just, I'll go ahead and read it and get in touch with you. Yeah, and and honestly, I mean, we're at this place right now where we're trying to get multiple podcasts out every week if we can you know maybe two a week if possible or something like that so we really appreciate you guys being with us um let us know if there's a subject you want to talk about or hear about and we can definitely do some research we're pretty avid cryptid followers so we really like a lot of this stuff as far as just learning about it and things like that so definitely share it send it our way um again we appreciate you being with us at the supernatural station podcast and thank you so much take care see you soon How to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. 
book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.